girl to girl, there's nothing right. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like we always sing over that. Trying to sing or we don't really. Like, the, I know the lyrics. We don't even really talk about that theme song, do we? No, we don't. That's Ben Miller's song. Anyway, hi. Hi. You guys just heard our theme song, which we never talk about, but it's actually a weird theme song that she. Um, it's a Girl Scout song. Isn't that it weird? It is. It is. This is for the Girls Podcast. Yep. <laughs> I'm Nick Westrade. And I am Dame Jason Black. And uh, this is a podcast about queer people's obsession with uh, divas, like Bette Midler, who, yeah, that's her song, One More Round, that is our theme song. Um, we love that song, and we review it on every episode, and <laughs> sure that's do. why we can use it. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, this podcast is just, uh, we're, we're here to ce- uh, celebrate these fabulous ladies who have inspired us. Yeah, who, um, uh, who we have a deep connection with. This is a podcast for gays and... All of those divas who just are who they are. This is a podcast for the OG Bond girls in your life. This is a podcast for Welsh dames and the gays who love them. This is a podcast for when furs in diamonds aren't enough. (laughs) This is a podcast for anyone who's a real moon raker. Okay, who do we have? Today we have Billy Carter. Hi, Billy. Hi, Billy. Hello, boys. Who are we talking about this week? Uh, We are talking, to give her a full title, Dame Shirley Bassey. And, and so this the is diva's really diva. Ro, the di- yeah, the divas diva. Yes, not the people's diva. She is the diva for the divas. She is the ultimate. That's an diva. absolute truth. So Billy, we found you on the on the street. Yes, you're an absolute stranger. Total We've stranger. Never met you um, before in our lives. Um, full disclosure, battle angels. Billy is my gentleman friend. Your special friend. <laughs> Your roommate. <laughs> Your roommate is my roommate. That's what I always tell when my roommate, I actually have a roommate, but when I go out, I'm like, he's like my roommate, but in the 50s sense, and he hates it. He's so pissed. But I have have to say, thank you so much for making me feel at home. Oh, Oh, wait. Oh, wait. wait. We are actually at... In the dining room. In the dining room at your home um, professional studio. At our home professional studio. I was just saying Billy was being such a pain in the ass to get the mic set up because it's Sorry. actually his house and he knows how he's comfortable here. But most importantly, he asked how his hair was. Well, you never know. It's okay. I, I give it a solid B+. Well, because this is an event well, you never for me, know I... how it sounds. No. With uh, your hair. Yes, That's indeed. And, uh, you know, I, I've been thinking about this for quite a while now. Um, I feel very, yeah, I feel very honored. We had you on the Thank you, boys. Go, Thank you huh? so much. It's so funny because when you asked me to come on, I actually never really thought I was a fan of anybody, really. And then I had to kind of think, oh, no, Shirley Bassey has been with me for 30 years. And so this is my kind of coming out episode, I think. Coming out as a Shirley Bassey. Yes, fan. Because, and when he said that to me, when he was like, he was like, I don't know if I, am I a Shirley Bassey fan? I'm like, babe, whenever we get drunk and turn on YouTube, <laughs> what do we do for two hours at a time? Shirley Bassey! <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and Billy knows, Billy, you know, Battle Angels, when we talk about how our friends, our mutual acquaintances, our gentlemen friends, right, yeah. when they get together with us, yes, yes. Uh, you know, yeah. we can, they, they, at times, Nick and I will spin far out of the room. Totally. In our own yes, worlds. Yes, And Billy yes. is quite, quite aware. Yes. Billy is the biggest victim. I don't think Billy will ever heart. go on a hike with us yeah. again. No, no. Do you want I mean, to tell um, all oh, the yeah. people about that? Well, I'm very, you know, we went to Joshua Tree a while back and I'd never been before and I found a very spiritual place, if I can use that word, and I was really taken by the environment <laughs> and all I could hear was Bette Midler, Whitney Houston. And I said, boys, boys, could you Possibly just walk towards LA, please, a little further. <laughs> and I think we did. We were just, we were just kind of like, oh, let's just slow up because <laughs> we're not going to stop talking. We're on a full roll here. But I, before I forget, cookie. I have to say, I, I uh, this is a little confession. I had put Shirley Bassey on the shelf for a little bit. Why uh, was that? Do well, I think why? you know because you know she'd been with me for like thirty plus years, right? And I'd put her on the shelf, and when I was asked, when you very kindly sent me that lovely formal invitation to come to your <laughs> podcast, I've, I've taken her off the shelf, and I've dusted her off, and I've taken her out for a spin, and I love her even more. So Isn't it fun? This last couple of weeks, I've just really adored... Isn't that fun? Uh, absolutely. And I've, when you've been away, I've been in a total YouTube K-hole. Um, also, like because it, it it brings nostalgia, right? It kind of you remember nostalgia where you totally. were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you also find new things at right. the same time. Like yeah, 
we always talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you 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 have to go away. Yeah. Because the coming back is so fun. Right. Right. What was the song that really struck you and coming back that you were like, oh fuck, I haven't heard this in so long. Well, as actually, uh, this was one of the few albums that was given to me, and it was given to me by when I think back, I was about fourteen, fifteen, and I was you know from Northern Ireland, and and uh, the music in our house was very early American country and western so it was a lot of Hank Williams and mm. oh, George that. Jones and you know Patsy Cline was a big Patsy Cline right? and, uh, and also like a lot of contemporary um, Irish uh, country and western music but all that kind of music is about struggle and you know mm-hmm. uh, beaten down and you know so show business for a guy like Shirley Bassett never really was in my house but I was given this uh because of the James Bond movies, you know, I always had heard her, like Goldfinger and Moonraker and Diamonds Are Forever, and I love the James Bond movies. But um, I remember, so going back to your question, the first song I do remember is I Could Have Danced All Night, because it was the first album that was given to me by a friend's father. And when I think about it, oh, hello, dear. Ooh. Uh, in the kind of late 80s, early 90s. And it was an album called Shirley Stops the Shows. Oh, she does. And she does. What a great title. And she sure. Every number is a showstopper. And after you hear You Could Have Danced All Night, you really, seriously, I know that she could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. And still have begged for more. I could have spread. Never done before. I'll never know what made it so exciting. Why it wants my heart. <laughs> the song slightly gives me whiplash every time I hear it. Because you were so used to kind of the original or like, you know, the kind of the known version. Well, the iconic. Like, like, the yeah, the gold. Night, you know, yeah. Like, oh, the, but this is, this is, I mean, it's funny because I, I was talking to some young American homosexuals who had not heard of Shirley Bastin. I was really taken aback. And I realized right. there is a very big difference between the UK culture and American culture, mm-hmm. what Shirley's existence is. So, and I was thinking this, that song, I could have danced on that, is a typical classy bassy. Because the orchestra's <laughs> very punchy. She's very brassy. She's belting out like the bejesus. And the end is so big. It's, it's very overshot, which a lot of her endings are. They're really overdone and slightly, which, which I totally adore. Yeah, she overshoots the runway with the with the endings, and that it's got all that and those long vowels, that twist of vowels that she uses, and um, so that would be the first song I think I could have danced all night from um, Shirley stops the show. This is my hot. This is my Jason does hot takes. Jason does hot takes. We always are making fun of my hot takes. It's okay. They're to me fun of. But actually, this is a good one. Um, I told you about this. I think Shirley Bassey is the the what the caricature of the diva is. But like original. Do you know what I mean? With those long vowels and the furs. I mean, she is everything to me yes well like, it's called show business queen, show queen. business she's the archetype com- yeah archety- he is the archetype absolutely and she's had that consistency for since the 60s for, mm-hmm. you know and um i remember if um i first heard her on the james bond movies as i was saying earlier and that's kind of what she's really known for right right and I, I didn't Goldfinger, know who she, I, I, Moonraker. Yeah. and i also assumed that she was american and i, I really? assumed yeah and i because you know also if you think back uh, this is way pre YouTube, mm-hmm. Google. So if you were a fan of somebody, you had to join a fan club, or you know, again, your music was inspired to like, what was passed down from your family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? What was in the house? So what was in the house? So you get all, you would, all, the music was constantly being recycled. But uh, I remember it's kind of 
waking up to her in this great show called uh, Sunday Night at the London Palladium. And Sunday Night at the London Palladium was a huge show in British television. And again, we only had three channels, so the whole nation would watch it. And it was a variety show. And the London Palladium is such an amazing um, theatre, which I have played myself. With I, who? Uh, who? Who did you do a musical uh, with at the London Palladium? Cynthia and Revo and I helped close the show there. Mm. Deep in the making. Deep uh, in the making, yeah. Cynthia so Revo. She may be a subject matter on this podcast some uh, down the line. Later. 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 Later, honey. Uh, <laughs> Later. But I remember this. this, was this so this, this show was, it was a variety show. So people would come on, there'd be jugglers or there'd be magicians and there would be somebody doing like an Egyptian sand dance. And the the end was the big star. It'd be like the Beatles or Bing Crosby or Liberace. I never let you say his name right. Liberace. Thank you. So uh, I remember, and it was be the whole family would gather around watching this show. And this evening was Shirley Bassey. She came on and she sang Goldfinger and she did a couple of numbers. And it was the first time I had seen her perform. And the gowns and the... That she, I remember doing. She was doing diamonds for forever, and she was kind of caressing this diamond like a penis, but like the way she would just—it was very sexual. Mm-hmm. Diamonds are forever. They are all I need to please me. They can stimulate to tease me. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might desert me. Diamonds are forever Hold one up and then caress it Touch it, stroke it and undress it I can see every part Nothing hides in the heart To hurt me I don't need like an exotic bird to me and I, I kind of thought who's this woman and again I thought she was American or Australian or from Idaho or something and but she was from Tiger Bay in Wales across the Irish Sea mm-hmm. where like Tom Jones grew up and she was this mixed race kind of a beautiful uh, you know and the outfits were just extraordinary and I was really there was an, an awakening I remember going to school the next day and I went to like an all boys fairly rough tough working class school I went in, I went, oh, no. did you see Shirley Bassey? And they'd go, no. <laughs> did, did, did you watch the rugby? And I'd go, no. Uh, so it's kind of, I don't know, there was an awakening there, I think. You know? Mm. And then, yeah, your taste uh, was a little different. Total, total. And uh, I mean, also that, <laughs> the um, I Could Have Danced All Night was the first song that I uh, would mime to in my bedroom. You know, because mm. when I was growing up, people of my age were I, I, like, throwing petrol bombs in the streets, whereas I was upstairs kind of miming to uh, Shirley. Total fantasy, <laughs> flight of fantasy. And Can you explain to people who are listening who might not know why people were literally throwing petrol bombs outside oh, your house? Oh, they were quite literally. Uh, it, it was Northern Ireland, and uh, during the, the, certainly when I was growing up, the 70s and 80s, uh, it was, uh, 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 there was a war going on, basically. It was a, thing called, a little thing called the Troubles. And it was really brutal it was really tough and i'll probably get into a lot of trouble saying it but it was a very backward place there was no thing about social issues it was so it was like catholics and protestants fighting and it was you know, a conflict and that had something to do and also even being gay was like non-existent there was i didn't know any gay people and i certainly didn't know that i was gay really until surely was tingling, <laughs> tingling was around me to you. and but i remember like when Growing up, there was one gay bar in Belfast, which is called the Crow's Nest. And I remember when I was about 19, and I went up in the train, and I went, and I was very nervous, and I went in, and it was barbed, blacked out windows, and I had barbed wire. Inviting. And, <laughs> right. So and, warm, and, warm, and about, inviting. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And my heart was pounding, and I went in, and it was like, there was one room, and it was filled with every type 
young, old, transvestites, bears, beavers, I don't know. Is it beavers or cubs? I don't know. And definitely beavers. <laughs> beavers. No, it's beavers. It's beavers. Right. It's, so it was a whole... There, there's mi- a full yeah. family of beavers. Really <laughs> mixed. All those, they're those DIY <laughs> games with yeah. beards. And there's gay squirrels. And All that was chipmunks. Yep. In, chipmunks. One, in, in one room. Bears. But what but we all... A bunch of gay animals in this place. <laughs> in this nest. In this crow's nest. The, in the crow's nest. And uh, it was... But what what was so common about it? Shirley Bassey was constantly being was played, oh, and the fabulous. amount of Shirley Bassey impersonators in that room was extraordinary. So then I started waking up. Oh, it's, it's Shirley Bassey being gay. I don't know. So that was all that was happening. So she because she is really Britain's lead diva, the UK's lead diva. Well, she is to me the Judy Dench of singing. She is a <laughs> national treasure. And it's very easy Very to subtle, say. just like v- Judy Dench. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> very light hand, just uh, like our Judy. But, you know, and what, what qualifies a national diva? You know, it's, it says in the title, it's nation, national, you know. Mm-hmm. And when, certainly in British culture, when Shirley Bassey, Dame Shirley Bassey, excuse me, uh, when the nation, if it's the Queen's birthday or if we won or if we lost in the World Cup or we've won a match in cricket or something, an event in Britain. It's like the whole nation goes, screams, we need Shirley. Mm-hmm. And Shirley's doing a, 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 a concert in Royal Albert Hall. She's got a concert at Hyde Park. It's a celebration. A TV special. A TV special. And because she's a national treasure, because she's consistent, she's, she's been around for 40 yeah. years. Prolific, I would say. Like, she yeah. drops Prolific. those albums. Now, let, but let's, it's kind of extraordinary to think of her start. Right, yes. so like, Wales. take us to Tiger Bay in Wales. Tiger Bay, young Shirley uh, Bassey. Her dad's Nigerian. Nigerian. Her mom's Welsh. Who, yeah, who died very young, and her mother uh, they lived in Wales, and uh, I think it was from um, a part of the Tiger Bay, which is a, a port. Uh, it's near Cardiff or in mm. Cardiff, I think. It was very working class, uh, no money, um, and she, I think, she made pots in a factory. Mm. And then she did the whole circuit. And that's that whole thing, th- those working men's clubs mm-hmm. where you right. really craft that, uh, you know, that's a tough environment. Yeah. Ex- you know. Explain, explain working act. men's clubs. Oh, a working men's clubs is like um, a social club. So mm-hmm. it'd be like a union club, but it would be men only. So it'd be at the end of the week, the men would kind of gather in a, in a church hall or something, be drinking and smoking. And comics would and singers and you know you'd have to do the rounds until you got a contract with the BBC or you got a show but you had to you people have spent you know 20 years of their career doing the working men's clubs so it was a very it was at that time a really really tough environment and that's how she got discovered and that's how she got discovered yeah. and um, she released a couple of albums then she got a, a, she did the Palladium a, a, a few times her first big hit was um, As I Love You which was she was the first Welsh artist to hit number one in the UK before even Tom Whoa. Jones. As I love you. Mm-hmm. What's that? How does that go? Do you know? As I love you. Ababa all my life. Ababa bum ba Every moment spent with you makes me more content with you. Just as you are, you are all. Yeah, and that, and I love that. I love that sound of her voice there. Actually, it's so gorgeous. And also that band, because that that sound has followed her career. That punchy, bam, 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 you know what I mean. That's always it's kind of stayed with her, even like in the nineties, where uh, uh, Propeller Heads. Do you know the band, uh, British band? They did. Um, they kind of uh, they got a great hit with her. Um, History repeating. History re- repeating. It's oh, amazing. And that video is a bop too. Um, oh, Adeline Rock. So, Watch the video. It's really fun. So good. It's her, like her. That was a number one dance hit. For yeah, her it too. was so good. Uh, and then 
Jeez, I remember that came out and like every gay bar and I lived in London for 20 years, you know, and every gay bar played that was like an anthem. The word is about there's something evolving. Whatever may come, the world keeps revolving. They say the next big thing is here. That the revolution's near. But to me it seems quite clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In massive. the UK, yeah. it was like that. Yeah. It was like Cher's Believe. It was yeah. on all the time. Oh, it's it, a yeah. fucking bop. It's so funny because I, I, I just growing up with her, like I think because there is that difference between a British culture and American culture because I don't really know what. I think over America she had done Carnegie Hall and she, I know she did the White House and she's done. Yeah, she uh, sang for JFK at yeah, the White House. Yeah. Uh, and she's done Vegas, I'm, you know. But mm-hmm. I think as a constant fabric of popular music, Shirley's always been been there and you know she doesn't I mean I don't think there's any we don't wait for her to drop an album you know what I mean it's all standards and I love that and that, that's what my ear goes to it's like she'll do like an Andrew Lloyd Webber album or you know a bit yeah. like Barbra Streisand wanted to do you mm-hmm. know like I Something. You don't have to wait for Shirley to drop an album because they just come. They, right. they just come. Like in the 70s, she put the out an album every year. Yeah. You know she's really giving me Eartha Kit? Eartha yes. Kit. Yeah, because also Eartha Kit is that catty on her hands, Sneaky. gestures, you know. Cat, yeah, like sexy and mysterious, but like not not overly yeah. You're always sexual, gonna have fun. Sexual, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like yeah. it's just kind of life of the well, party. Well, Shirley's really sad because I, even life I of think, the party is a good way to put it. What is it? The life of the life party. The life of the party. Yeah. She said this when she was doing the Working Men's Club that she had to find because that sound is so unique, the Shirley Bassey sound. Mm-hmm. What that sound was because it's so big, she had to match her physicality with it. So she created this. If you look at her performance, the hands. Oh, it's you know, a big part. I mean, it's massive and it's exaggerated, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the the whole the concept of her performance. And, she's you know. so, I mean, she's so good on stage. I remember oh. when, Jason, we were in LA and we watched the Adele concert in New York. Do you remember that? <laughs> and I was like, when, cause I love Adele. I completely live for Adele, but I was just watching her in concert and I was like, God damn it. I would love Shirley Bassey to take her into a rehearsal mm. room for 45 minutes. And give minutes. her some choreo. Yeah. Yeah. Just give her some like, girl, like right arm up, left arm up, yeah. both back to the mic. Yeah. Use your yeah. fingers, you know? Cause and by choreo, we don't mean like full dancing, but we mean like no. walk a little bit. Yeah, something like, they're both balladeers. They're both like the great UK ballad singers. Yeah. And Shirley is just so expressive with her whole body. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's unapologetic as well. Because, I, you know, and it's so, it's such... Uh, earlier on, uh, the voice is so, so often so overblown, mm-hmm. but I love it. I just, it just, uh, also listening to your podcast as well, I've been listening to some people and I, when you're a fan of somebody like Shirley for 30 years, uh, a diva can walk your life with you so they can, they can mm. kind of, uh, in a major event of your life, whether it be, uh, falling in love or happiness, sadness, grief, divorce, or whatever, you might actually put a record of, uh, of Bette Midler on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Shirley was ne- is never like that to me. Shirley has just brought me complete happiness. You know, and I giggle at her, and I, she makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I, I've always been bright when I put Shirley on. Her voice is a celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's that. It's, it's that like whole... not just a life of a party, but like when you hear it, it's you feel like celebrating. Yeah, she's celebrating. Right, like she's yeah, yeah. so into her into that thing that she can do. Yeah, and she seems so excited to do it. Right. Yeah, and we always talk about how like 
about how like some voices are like brass instruments. She's the whole brass section. She's yeah. the entire brass section. She's yeah. a bra- she's she's eight brass yeah. bands together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like that thing where like um you know like when they have all the drummers uh-huh. together and um But I think she speaks like that. I mean I've I've I I mean I I've I've stalked her. I, I stalked her for an entire afternoon in London. What happened? You, mean, you literally followed her? I should have got arrested. <laughs> Maybe I, you will after this. Well, Tell I, the story. Oh yeah. My, well <laughs> I am um, I was in Marks and Spencer's in London, which is that, the equivalent of uh, Whole Foods over here. And at the time, and we can talk about it later, but I was, Shirley Bass was very heavy in my life at this particular moment. And I was in Marks and Spencer's, I was doing my groceries, and in aisle four, I saw this woman with a burgundy, rusty fur coat mm. and a huge fur mm. hat. And a rather flamboyant elderly gentleman next to her who looked like a, an antiques dealer. And I remember thinking, and this is an example. I, you know, sometimes we're living in New York and L.A., we often see very famous people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they try to be discreet, you know, put a baseball hat on, you know, sunglasses on, you know. Not Shirley Bassey. Shirley Bassey's got the full outfit. She might as well have had a 10-piece orchestra playing behind her. And she was... Uh, I followed her around the entire aisle, up and down. She was poking these pork chops, I remember. And I remember ah, I put them in my ah, basket. And no, I thought, well, uh, I'd take those home and deep freeze them. You yeah, know, she keep them forever. Them. She keep touched them, them for fucking ever. <laughs> and, she, and then I followed her around. Like, every, every t- everyone comes well, to your house, so these are the pork chops, surely <laughs> touched. Yeah, oh, got it. Take them back. <laughs> put them back in. No, no. <laughs> and, uh, and then she, I followed her around and she said um, to her gentleman friend, I, I want these vegetables <laughs> uh, in a really loud voice. And at this time, I was basically rubbing myself up against her. And then I followed her around. And then she got her credit card out. And she handed it over. And I could see Shirley Bassey. And I was such a fan of hers mm-hmm. at the time. And there was that thing. I was so close to touch her and go, thank you so much. But I was in such a bubble of... Uh, it was. I was like looking... Uh, from the world up, you know what I mean. My my whole world was like it was, and she smelled gorgeous. And um, but the fur coat, and the fur hat, and it was just an image. You know, also, it's kind of exactly what you would want. Like, yes, that's always everything I want. Surely, to imagine yes, an idol goddess like that. <laughs> because we haven't really we. So let's talk. Because that's how she would perform. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we say archetype. Like she is diamonds, sweetie pie. Yes, she is gown gowns. She's for top days. shelf. She's gowns. always dripping in gowns. She's always has a fur. It's oh, it's very grand. It's very, the yeah. definition of grandeur. Yeah, she has the bracelets a, and the uh, rings. Yeah. I mean, there's a brilliant, uh, fantastic bit of footage of her in. Um, there was a brilliant thing called the Electric Prom. Now we had the proms in the UK, which is a celebration of classical and contemporary music, and it's usually done at the Royal Albert Hall. But this year they did a thing called the Electric Prom, which was, uh, and it was done done in the Roundhouse in Camden, where um, I think just before Amy, Amy Winehouse. Winehouse performed there, and and this time they celebrated Shirley Bassey, and it was a younger crowd, and she's turned, she's just got her dame hood, and they're the last numbers, you know, I. I am what I am and she throws she's got the silver cape and she just puts it over her head and the audience are just going wild and she doesn't she just freezes for about like it seems like five minutes and just the feathers and just it's like this bird's she's put her cloak back up again I mean so that's she's like a bird she's like an exotic kind of animal and so what if I love each feather and each fangle why not
She, I mean, she is the definition of camp. I mean, I think of like, remember when we were all having these conversations around the Met Ball about what is oh, camp? Oh, right, yeah. You know, like, really, if you're going to do the Met Ball, like, camp theme, it should have just been like, you know, the honorees at that should have been Shirley Bassey, Bette Midler, Cher. Like, just let the camp legends, like, walk, like, I don't know why the fuck. Katie do you think Perry she would consider do. herself camp? Yes. Think, yes, I think she knows exactly what she's doing. I mean, I think, listen, you know, I mean... What do you think what she's doing is deadly serious, darling? I don't... Th- I, well, I don't know. Is I mean, well, this is another thing about Shirley Bassey. With all that punchiness, her intensity is extraordinary. And I would say, for me, what makes camp amazing is when you are... Is it, I'm like, to me, camp is when you are deadly serious and yes. it becomes... Beautifully silly, right? Yes, right. But she is beautifully silly. She is beautiful. But I think a great example of that is one of my favorite songs is "Excuse Me," or yeah. "Excuse Me." Um, <laughs> have you do you know it? No, I don't. I oh don't my know god! It. So, we should all watch it. So it's a light, but this is that's exactly. It's camp. It's so intense. It's almost like it's out of a musical. I can't seem to find the door, and my feet can't find the floor. I think they're confused. Okay. They're in shock. They're confused. They're a little bit like, is she? A, is this a right woman that I we're mean, seeing? Okay, so what did we just see? We just saw, excuse me, and she's so... This is on, you've got to look at YouTube. I think it's from 19, early 70s, and it's a, it's a, a, a live a studio performance. But studio it's so audience, intense. The studio audience looks very I'm going to say, I, just because I don't know the other two, but I'm going to say top three most important things we've seen mm-hmm. on this on our podcast that I, I need you to see it's like so we really need you to pause type in excuse me Shirley Bassey it's don't so, do it while you're driving it's so dramatic well do you don't know that um, pod and drive. Uh, no pod and drive don't text and drive don't, don't YouTube, YouTube and, and drive and especially with this because this is a public service and, and watch the whole thing get through the end because oh well, my goodness do you gracious. know that Liberace 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 was pulled over in LA by the cops because when that album, when that song was released, he was playing it in his car, and he was erratic. Yes, and yes, he tells us, "Don't listen to Shirley and Drive." <laughs> so I warn you, if you are if you are queer, you cannot listen to Shirley and Drive a car at the same time. It right. just shouldn't be done. Yeah. Um, but watch this clip, God, and she's so beautiful, stunning, beautiful. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I, I did. Um, can I talk about? Like, yeah, why she, are you so good at why are you so good at doing that imitation of her baby? Well, she I have to thank Shirley Bassey for this because she actually got me a job and um I was um I, I'm an actor and many many years ago I was asked to audition for this sitcom um at the BBC uh, this new sitcom and it was about a family and I was up for a brother and at the time this is like the 1999 uh, 2000 and at the time you would go up the BBC had a little reading room so you could read the uh, the entire episode or the series before mm-hmm. you would go into audition and I, I was reading this part that I was up for and I came across this other brother who would just appear as Julie Andrews or Doris Day and in one episode uh he was Shirley Bassey without any explanation he would just sit at the kitchen table and do impersonations kind of like a in drag yeah just Shirley Bassey but nobody batted an eyelid there was that. so you know right. and I remember I went into the audition and it was the reader or the writer and the producers and the, the director because you're not going in for that brother I'm you're not going, going in for, for the other I'm brother I'm going in for the other brother right and I said um, listen I, I've, I've just read it in the reading room and I think I would love to and I've never done that before in my career I said I, I would love to kind of read for this part and they said well, listen we're really sorry but that part's already gone um, we're actually in the middle of negotiations and I went okay 
for this another actor had got it. Uh, I, I, so I read the part I was up for and they weren't really laughing and I didn't really get it. And I went to the door and I'd never done this before in my career. I stopped at the door and I turned around and I said, are you quite sure I cannot read for that part? And they took, they either felt sorry for me and they said, okay, we'll just read it. So I started doing, I, I chose the Shirley Bassey episode and then I went on a rip. I just improvised and I started singing, um, something in the way she moves attracts me like, you know, and I just started going on and they were in absolute stitches, the whole people in the room. And this happened to me for the very first time. I actually got the job there and then. Whoa. Wow. And I said, what about the other actor? And they said, please don't worry about him. Whoa. And they, <laughs> they wrote the, the something, um, the song that I sang in the audition, they wrote a scene, a sketch for me that I, I played it in front of a live TV audience. Wow. And I chose uh, with that. I, the designer and I worked on what outfit we were going to, to use. So I went through... It's like through, full fantasy right now. Yeah, this, but this is amazing. So and I looked... There's an album cover called Shirley Bassey, This Is My Life. Mm. And it's a... It's a <laughs> subtle. The subtle uh, titles that she does. In uppercase. Yeah. Um, and I chosen chose this blue gown and this feather boa. That, and I got this design. And then at that time as well, I began... This is all pre-YouTube and Google... The BBC gave me a researcher, so I had material, archival stuff Whoa. that was, was being biked to my apartment in London, and I would Fuck. watch her. And then, so not only am I a fan of hers, I'm actually, as an actor, I'm in create, I'm impersonating her now. And when you, you know, part of the acting thing is that you're you observe people's behaviour. So. And I was really serious about it. And so any gesture that she does, I could feel an emotion, what she was trying to do. Mm. You know what I mean? It's quite an interesting... And I've never done drag, so to speak, or uh, impersonate a woman before. And I remember when we were doing the live uh, recording, they dressed me up. And it was a very, at that time, really male-orientated work environment, like the crew. Dudes. And it was, I was dudes. Dude. And I was really nervous. And this is national television as well. Yeah. I remember walking in in the studio to, to record and I was very nervous and I remember like all oh, the crew all of a sudden just like I held their hand out for me to help me up and it was almost like it had an effect on them mm. and I was I was Shirley Bassey. Was that you know it's funny right now Nick and I were kind of writing down and we were like okay what are the questions we like to remember right well what is the one that I said I always like to ask is how did it does it inform your work and well there's this <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that that was a time when I saw her in Marks and Spencer so I was that was that was the moment but you know when I followed mm-hmm. her I stalked her I was like I was impersonating her in the evening on television. And then during the day, I, I actually saw her, and I was it was wow. so and isn't my that, world collided. So like I invoke, I like I've, I've said this on this podcast. Like I invoke the way Bette Miller walks. You know that little mince mm. she does. Yeah, Da-da-da. like when I want kind of confidence. Yes, and just kind of feel something like good about myself. Right. Well, did that? Did you find a new level when you were invoking Shirley? That's the strength yeah. and the command? yeah. And I think it's the it's the uh, extension that oh, she yeah. does. Mm. That it, it's. Um, it, it extends out outward. Yeah. She's a very outward performer, uh-huh. you know. Even when she tries to do small songs, <laughs> you know, it's like a real bit. It really does. She blows it. She blows the roof off on it. You know what I mean? She can't contain herself. Imagine you know? her doing. I like. I'm having fantasies of Shirley Bassey doing lullabies like Adelvi and just right. fucking yeah. Or, <laughs> or Silent Night. Yeah. <laughs> Except there is that one that's quite soft. What's that one that I always get into my head? Oh, after after the rain, the fall. Blah, blah, that blah, one blah, is blah, actually blah. very tender. And soft, she can do it. It's yeah. it, that's my favorite Shirley Bassey song, and it we have a, we have a lot of Shirley on vinyl in our house, and yes. we listen to it a lot. Yes, we do. But uh, it gets into my head. It's like a little wormhole yeah. in my mind. Well, after is the there, um, Gary Barlow of uh, Take That? Did you get Take That over here, Robbie Williams? And I mean, yeah, they we were, got Robbie Williams. They were, they yeah. were, they were, they were, oh they were, yeah, they were. Sna- that's I mean, a snacky. They were before band. the Spice, it's Spice like a Girls. Gay, they were, and they were yeah. gay like. They yeah, were gay. yeah, yeah. It was but like, they weren't yeah. gay. But they were gay. But like. Gary Barlow, who was the main kind of uh, composer, uh, he wrote a great song for her called "This Time," and she did it at the Royal uh, at the Royal Albert Hall, and it's lovely. Which I really, this is what I also like. I'm sure you find this with Bet as well. You know when you've you know the early Shirley, right? And it's, she's your little, she's your little 
jewel, mm-hmm. right? She's yours. She's your thing. But you know when, during the song, uh, you see her handed over to the young, the next generation, and they totally embrace her. Just got her day. I don't remember why. I, I don't know why. Happy, but I was but really I know happy. I was. And uh, the, it was lovely watching the audience because it's a young, it's a young audience, and you go, "Oh, right, they've fully embraced a seventy-year-old mm-hmm. diva." It feels we have that. We've had that yeah, with Beth a lot. It was and very similarly. I felt like that really happened to Shirley when she, just like it just happened for Beth when she was on the Oscars in 2013. Right. Do you remember that when she sang Goldfinger? Goldfinger, amazing. It was like she came back out to this new generation and she was in, I mean, that dress well, was... And also, but she did, before that, she did Glastonbury. She headlined Glastonbury. Yeah, she headlined you know I mean? Glastonbury. And she was in a, in a pink feather boa and in a field with welly boots on her singing um, I Am What I Am. And that generation just... Erupted. Freaked out. I remember, really? like for right. days after the Oscars, too. People Oscar, were like, yeah. "People were like, who is this?" Well, her voice has remained, which is an interesting. She thing. hasn't you know, lost it. Lost it's the same it. keys, and she's 80, too. Eighty-three now, I think. You know, and the slightly wow. goes down a register, or whatever. Like, bet she gets softer mm-hmm. a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's still, you know, some elderly or singers have been around for some years, and I get nervous for them. Like, I'm sorry to say, but or Liza. You know, Eliza, you think, always very nervous. You know, for I Eliza. get nervous, and yeah. even before where she is now. But you know, you think, oh, that's she, such she a great instrument. She can just sit down. <laughs> yeah, our needs you know, to take I a get seat. nervous, but with mm. Shirley and Bet and all those, I don't get nerve. I feel, oh, you're still in control of what you're. You can still do it, even instrument. though it's changed. Right, you, you're still. You've able adapted to, it. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And you've seen and you've seen her live. I have seen her. I've seen her live quite a few times, which is an extraordinary experience. It's kind of a religious experience, I would say. Uh, the first time I saw her, I think I was about 16 in Belfast at the King's Hall. And I went up with a very good friend of mine. And there was a local comic. He was going for the local comic and I was going for Shirley. And I even, like, I think about 16, I obviously got the money and paid a ticket somewhere. And I told my mum and dad, I'm going off to Shirley ba- see Shirley Bassey. <laughs> um, I mean, what was that about? But I saw her many years later uh, at Wembley with a dear friend of mine. And we had been doing a little daytime drinking. And... Uh, I, we went up there and I think we had two ecstasy tablets and a bottle of poppers between us. Uh, <laughs> a casual Shirley Bassey. Taking night. poppers to Shirley Bassey. Sure, we, were there, we had a great seats and we were right in real great form. And she comes out and she's doing her business. And then there's this announcement that comes over the tannoy and says, ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Bassey will now receive. And there's a very orderly queue form. Nobody's rushing. Nobody, everybody's very polite. It's like a sea of queens. Just get, oh, no, before you. No, please, before you. And they go down the center aisle, and Shirley stops. The, the music's just vamping. And she, it's a meet and greet. And people give her gifts, like uh, uh, roses, and then maybe a diamond. And then there's luggage coming on. And by you, people, you mean gay, gay people. Gay people. A sea of gay okay, gentlemen. Okay, but tell me you gave her your half-used bottle of poppers. I, she had, <laughs> she had a sniff. She had a sniff, and then she sang all by myself. <laughs> put, the, put, the bottle, put the bottle up. 
Sniff, 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 my love. But I, I know it was all by myself. Oh, hi, babies. It, it was. It was a bit like queuing up to kiss the, the you know, the Pope's ring. Uh, it is kind of like that yeah. with her, though. You do feel like you're in the presence of yeah. like. I mean royalty. She made like, herself into royalty. Yeah, yeah. Full she said, royalty. but that, that announcement very quietly, Miss Bassey will now receive. I mean, what is that? Oh, that's. And there's a, but I just love. There was no rushing. There was this, this. I just saw this image of this orderly queue formed, and just everybody's very patient. And she, it went on for about you know thirty minutes, I think, in the concert. And she says this. She's really lived her life on the stage, and she actually has this really, really, really great quote where she's like. On the stage, everything's good. It's the, it's scary when I'm not. It's the scary part is when I'm not on. Mm. I think that light goes off like a lot of performers. And it, she says it scares yeah. her. Yeah. It really, it that's when she's most uncomfortable. Yeah, is to not be on the stage. And I wow. found that, and I found that to be really true. Unfortunately, you know, she'll say like I, you know, I, I wasn't a good mother because I wasn't really a mother. I was never. I was always on the road. On the road. Yeah, and and you know, uh, we've it's been well documented, isn't it? I mean, Judy. Garland and all that you know people who just that work is their life mm-hmm. and also um, there's a different animal in there because it's a stage performer not a, not a film performer it's mm-hmm. a stage and that's a different type of, of you know it's, she's not a record she's a recording artist but she's a live artist she's a live that's, artist that's a difference I, I think I love what you said that you see her first before you yeah, hear you do, her yeah you do you do you can kind of that's mm-hmm. you know absolutely yeah. she's I mean she's as much as she has been on such a huge career and so on top she's had I mean all these Bond films she made songs for right mm-hmm. Moonraker um, Diamonds Are Forever Goldfinger and then she had a song called Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang oh yeah that was supposed to be for Thunderball that they didn't use oh which is kind of cool oh that's but interesting Trivia Mama Trivia Mama even though she's had all these things one of my favorite um, low points for Shirley was that she lived as a tax exile for oh, two yes. years. Oh, Monte Carlo. <laughs> so yeah. fabulous. With a yacht. Duh. Duh. Yeah. And Monte Carlo. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm no. not paying your fucking taxes. Absolutely. I'm no. out. But she went off to Monte Carlo with uh, Grace Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Where's the... Come on, movies. We movie? need the movies. Come on. So that's where they all go. Monte Carlo. Yeah, because oh. he wasn't going to pay a bloody tax. That's where I go when I don't <laughs> pay know? bloody taxes. Sweeties, you know, you know, you know I say I'm I, wintering I, in Michigan. I'm I, not. Uh, the, um, <laughs> I, I do, all the, of all the Bond uh, so I have, I mean, Goldfinger is amazing. And that first open with the brass mm. is just extraordinary. Standard for all that, yeah, yeah, right? Was the she was the, the Bond the singer, yeah. and then everyone, and then it's really just been uh, no, well, all all tea, all shade, um, just imitations of her sense. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's tried to capture the lightning in the bottle with it. But with you know that when she brilliance. recorded um, uh, Goldfinger uh, at Abbey Road, the orchestra was there, and on the first rehearsal, so they they had a, a screen, so it was like a posh karaoke. Her job was the scene at the opening of the credits, so she would watch the credits. And, you know. and on the first take, it goes, he loves gold. So she had to hold that note until the credits ended, and she blacked out. And on the second, and what we hear now is, he loves breath. She power, knew she could do it. She knew she could do it. She but like, she, give me one more take. Yeah. And also, a, a great hit for her, uh, As Long As He Needs Me, she sung that in one take. And it's such an emotional, beautiful, beautiful song. I love that That's song. the first take? That was a first take song, an only take. Wow. One. And, one the, done. and she, hit, she hit number two on the UK charts with As Long As He Needs Me with yeah. a fucking show tune from Oliver. Oliver. As long as he needs me. 
long as he needs me, as long as life is long, I'll love him right or wrong, and somehow I'll be strong, as long as he I mean, every song on Oliver's a hit, isn't it? Billy's hot take. Billy's hot take is Oliver's got the hits, right? As as long as he needs me. Oh, so beautiful. Can I owe myself about something? Um, So I didn't, you know, I knew Shirley Bassey. I'm kind of one of those American uh, fags (laughs) that she would be scolding. I mean, I I knew her, right? But I. I didn't. I wasn't really ever intimate with her, you know. Um, I've always so I always knew that you were that this was this was this was your girl, and I was just like out at some thrift store a year or two ago, and there she was, just sitting. Her album, something where she's like walking in the sand, and it's just really gorgeous. And I picked up the record, mm-hmm. and I bought it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for Billy. And I couldn't, because you know, I just gotta gotta do it for the gotta do it for someone. Um, and I couldn't wait until I put, I, so I had to put it on my phone because I didn't want to wait to uh, get home and put it on the record. And the shit coming out, I mean, I was driving and I shouldn't have been driving. That's what, I, well, that's I what we were saying. I, 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 I literally thought I was like, in my mind, I was driving around cliffs. Right. You know what I mean? And I, with a scarf around my neck, it is the most dramatic, beautiful um, uh, thing. And I, my, one of my favorite songs is The Sea in the Sand. I run <gasps> to the sea. Yes. Oh, it's just... Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I, I, I run to that in Planet Fitness. <laughs> do you run to that? <laughs> yeah. That song? That yeah, I do have it. Do I, have it but I, I always get mortified when my earphones drop. I, people can hear what I'm playing. In the choir of the ocean Are you here? Were you ever there? In the yellow shifting sand in a dream I held your hand I run to the sea and I reach to the sand Just to hold in my hand To believe your love I stand with the waves rushing in <laughs> I just y'all that album the whole album so terrific that's is, her really pop album yeah that's, that's kind yeah. of her more contemporary when she came back from Tax Exile she yes. made that and she like needed to make some money, money. and she did some like some more contemporary shit yeah. it's delicious but I did good right that was that a good is, that was just so a good, good. psychic it's pull so, for it, me and I love an that introduction song. yeah I love it and it's a great I'm just thinking I know so many people who can easily impersonate Shirley Bassey she seems to be one of the, certainly in the gay culture in London a lot of people just in, person at Shirley Bassey she's like a people that you you do mm-hmm. but and we've all got a bit of Shirley in us that kind of big extension <laughs> flamboyancy and that's do you think that's why the gays love her I think that's so yes and those key changes <laughs> so just key changes alone yeah <laughs> well, let's talk about this she's a she's a big AIDS supporter Huge supporter yes. of, of of Amfar, of, of Amfar. Like she will, she performs at all, like all, all, like mm-hmm. a lot of their events. Actually, it's it's kind of one of the last things she's done in, in 2018. She's she's right. a little bit 
Yes. Retired. A yeah. little bit. Monte Carlo. Yeah. Yeah, Monte Carlo. She's Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Retired. Yeah. She's older. So if you She's if, 82, if but anyone's you, looking for some place to donate to, Amfar is a great place to And how and how beautiful is to. that? That was like one of her last kind of yeah. on stages was at 2018's yeah. at the Amfar at I an know. Amfar event. I thought that's so beautiful. I, know. Mm-hmm. I just I have to say I, I just that little thing. She's brought me so much happiness. Um you know, for so many years and I've, you know, nights that I've had a few wines down me and, you know, my dearest friends would just go, oh, Christ, Billy's just about to do the Shirley. And I'm off. And it's a total flight of fantasy for me. Um, but so, Shirley is like an evening for me. Like, it's an e- evening e- singer. Evening singer. That you do pour your glass that one, ma- some wine and you maybe you have a little bit of a steak or... <laughs> And I do, I, yeah, yeah. I, right. I really that's that's yeah. me, that's the evo- evocative oh, right. that she yes. gives me yeah. is like a proper dinner yeah. soundtrack. And I don't really think there's a major the big message she's giving out. You know what I mean? She's not not like you know what I mean. I just I just adore the whole sound, the theatricality. It's ambiance. Yeah, I just love it. I mean, I, I just get such a kick out of it. If you could get like, I know she's older. So if but if there was like something, if there was like a an act of her career or a, an album she didn't put out or some some piece of work she could still do or could have done can you think of what that little um dream project is for you well you know what i think again she's just she's a big standard singer mm-hmm. you know what i mean and uh, i don't think she'd be give you too many surprises <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so i i just keep going babes you know i'm happy yeah. if she if she does another one i have a fantasy. I mean, she does a really i mean a re- she's really some awful Songs. Oh my gosh! You guys have to. I mean, it's, play this. it's, a, it's a, a treasure case of, a, a, of a, terrible a, tracks. Terrible tracks. Oh, okay, you guys, you guys! I've been waiting. I've been sitting on this. This. I, th- I've been sitting on this um, album because I, I ju- just the the sheer audacity, you and I'm obsessed. What is it called? Um, it's called um, "Keep the Music Playing" from 1991. Oh, Let me name some of the tracks on here that she was like. Shirley was just sitting around, and she was like, "I've heard some girls sing some songs I like." I think I might want to sing some too. So she does the she does the power of love by oh. Celine. She does wind beneath my wings by who? I'm and she learn. does that's what friends are for. She also then decides to do the greatest love of all. I mean, <laughs> she. Yeah. But also she does. Um, isn't that I would I, what I, I kept I kept being like oh no oh oh she did that oh okay I mean maybe that's gutsy that's gutsy yeah that's diva. That's diva for you, baby. There's some. That's the, that's the diva on divas. There's some awful ones in them. She does a, a, an Andrew Lloyd Webber thing, and she does a Starlight Starlight Express. Yes, she does. And I think by the sign of it, I think she's had a few gins in her. Starlight Express. Starlight Express. You must confess, are you real? Yes or no? Starlight Express. I don't want you to go Want you to take me away But bring me back before daylight And in the time between Take me to everywhere But don't abandon me there Just want to say I've been I believe in you completely I keep I, I have it on loop. It just, I think she's drunk. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Any bops or flops? Oh yeah, do we want to play bops? Or, are there? Is there? Are there? <laughs> we just did flops. <laughs> we just did flop. Oh, Battle Angels. Mine wasn't a flop. I'm. I think that's. I'm really. I'm like. I'm. I love the fact that she literally was like, hmm, these girls sounded okay on some of these tracks. Let, let Shirley Bassey take a stab at it. It's a very Patty LaBelle move. Patty LaBelle yeah. also likes no, to do that. No, I move. Oh, that is yeah. a that is a full um, bop for me, kiddos. There's a very there is a similarity with Dame Patty LaBelle and Shirley yeah. Bassey. Hmm. That, I can see that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, the the, the kind of manic 
controlled singing. Yeah. Because the thing is about Shirley, you know, she, it's not beautiful. She goes raw yeah. emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, you know, like a scream almost. Yeah. That's what I mean. That, oh, that overblown yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it's you do get whiplash sometimes when you listen to her. You know, I had this sit in a dark room sometimes. Um, after <laughs> or, something, yeah. Or, you know, and when you watch her, her eyes are closed. So which isn't the music. Oh. She's like, yeah. <sighs> do you have any flops, bop? Flops, 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 and I mean, but all even the flops and the hits and that, that all comes into the whole circus of what it's Shirley Bassey is, and I just love all that too. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, and there's that, uh, there's a cheesiness to it. There's a nostalgic thing about it which I like. Um, uh, schlock, I, I just I love just, it. Yeah, I love and she's schlock. unapologetic. Yeah, mm-hmm. about it, you know, she's she's, she's Dame Shirley Bassey. It. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. No, should we do the final? Yeah, shall I get the dinner on? So, um, get the steaks going and pour the wine, Starling. We're listening to Shirley tonight. <laughs> so, babe, um, mm-hmm. just imagine that little microphone. Yeah, it's a, it's a little. It's, it's actually in a captain's quarters, and it goes down <laughs> to the sleeping quarters in a yacht in Monte Carlo, oh, yeah. where Shirley is currently just floating. Yeah, and she's, you know, she's just getting ready for dinner, and you have a chance to just give her a little message through that microphone to Shirley Bassey. What would you say to her? Thank you. That's diva. That's diva. That's that's the diva right there. That's a Shirley diva. Thank you. What would you say, Shirley? I would say thank you. Anything else, Shirley? Well, we want to say, uh, I want to say a special thank you to you because since oh, we've been you, doing James. this podcast for the last year or so. Have you? Um, <laughs> have <I> noticed? <laughs> Billy has put up with so many people being in this house, so many hours of uh, headphones being on my head, so many trips to LA. Well, also, like, you know, again, like Billy's had to put up, all, like, you know, how many times have you come home or how many times have you left the house? Nick's talking to me on the phone just naturally. Mm-hmm. Hours and hours later, you come back. Are yeah. you still talking to Jay? Is that, I hear that. <laughs> well, I have to say, for people who don't know Jason and Nick, this is what this is who you are. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. no performance here. This is no. this is how, what it's like. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you're yeah. Welcome. I, 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 you're welcome. You're, you're, yeah. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you all are so welcome. You're welcome. We give it to you. Um, thanks for listening. All about Shirley Bassey. Everyone, go on your. Um, YouTube deep dives, mm-hmm. and then when you're on YouTube, you can then just go over and uh, rate and review and download like, this podcast. Subscribe. And retweet us. Follow us on, find us on Instagram and Facebook. And um, I just want to say that this podcast was recorded in New York City in uh, Billy and My Home. The street sounds were brought to you by New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're welcome. Saturday you, day, baby. You got to hear some jackhammers and some cars going by. And that's just part of the ambiance of the whole thing that we give you every week on For the Girls and, podcast. And also, we don't say this enough, but if this inspired you and you are and you now, like Billy, want to come out and talk about your diva, mm. write to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're so interested. Right in. Yeah. We, we love it. We mm-hmm. love hearing about you and your diva and how your diva walked your life with you. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. All right, babies. Thanks for listening. It went rather well, I think. I think it did too, babe. Should I get the cat on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Score!